listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Another episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora here talking two more episodes of Iron Fist on Netflix. And it feels like we were just talking about this show. (laughs) Uh, Because we were, literally, uh, a couple of days ago. And um, we're back, we're just recording on our normal schedule now. So if it seems like we're squeezing these episodes in real real tight, it's only because... Uh, we were late in getting to the other one. So yeah. um, we should be probably okay for, you know, unless things get crazy with schedules or whatever, we probably should be okay for mm-hmm. the next. There there will only be two more episodes of this podcast after this. Yeah. And then, uh, then the long wait for the Defenders. I don't know if it's a long wait. I presume it's a long wait. I think they've only started making it recently, so... I don't know. Well, uh, I've done no research, actually, into this. I'm pure guesswork. I'm pretty sure we'll hear about it somewhere. I think they're filming it. Now, now I feel dumb, and i got to go look. Uh, the Defenders miniseries. Uh, scheduled it to be released on August 18th. Okay. So, we'll have a few months break. Yeah. And uh, then we'll be back. And it won't be a very long series either. I think I think it's only supposed to be eight episodes. I think. Okay. That uh, That's also just a guess. But I do believe it's supposed to be eight. Because uh, it does list it here as a mini-series. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and then they're going to probably be moving on with more Jessica Jones, more Daredevil. I think we've already mentioned that The Punisher is going to be getting his own show. Uh, which should be awesome. We'll wait and yep. see. It's a waiting game. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Season 1 of Iron Fist, Episode 9. That's the one that's first up. It's called The Mistress of All Agonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Rand has taken Madame Gao to the Chikara Dojo, where Claire offers using Truth Serum to, uh, to get her to talk. Uh, Danny steals the serum from Rand Enterprises... And Claire injects it, with Gao stating some stories about Rand's parents before they turn out to be lies, and Gao is resistant to the torture. Man, all that work for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colleen, uh, the bad news keeps coming, though. Colleen reveals that she has been poisoned while in Anzu. Uh, apparently mm-hmm. very slow-moving poison, I guess. Um, and she contacts her mentor, uh, Bakuto, whom we've met mm-hmm. before. Uh, Gao's military operatives attack the dojo but are defeated. Bakuto arrives and instructs Danny to use his Iron Fist abilities to heal Colleen, something he didn't even know he could do. Right. Uh, Danny's energy is depleted and he falls mm-hmm. unconscious. 
Bakudo, Colleen, and his men take Rand and Gao, leaving Claire at the dojo all alone. An unknown assassin arrives at the dojo. Meanwhile, Harold recovers from his wounds. He's not dead. <laughs> and gains a relatively normal mental function after uh, several hours. So, like, he woke up in the swamp or whatever where Ward had ditched him. Mm-hmm. And apparently he comes back and he doesn't really quite know who he is or where he is at first. And then it all starts coming back to him slowly. Uh, he returns to the penthouse where he confronts Ward and feigns absolution. Ward learns from Yang that those revived by the hand become more psychopathic after each revival. Uh, kind of like in DC, I think, with the uh, uh, with the Lazarus Pit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I could be wrong about that. Uh, and uh, attack those closest to them first. Harold kills his assistant, Kyle, and places heroin in Ward's car, leading to his arrest and transfer to the psychiatric hospital where he is assigned to Dr. Edmonds. Joy arrives at the penthouse and reunites with Harold. What did you make of episode nine? Where to begin? I, I I don't know if you feel the same way, but I thought it, a lot happened in this episode. It was too much. Yeah, there was a lot going on here. I think they made up for like the last couple episodes. Yeah, um, and there was a moment when they were at the dojo with Madame Gao, and I think Colleen is the one that says, like, I don't know what's the point of bringing her here and I was like yes that's my question right yeah. there <laughs> because I didn't understand the reason for that at all I think I mean they went uh, really out of their way to go to China and yes. bring her back to the dojo for to give her a serum what is this yeah well I mean I, I guess they want I guess they're trying to find out what her game is I guess. What's but I mean, going on? I um, feel like like Danny Rand already, he already got a taste of, you know, how powerful Madame Gao is. Yeah, I feel like Madame Gao is letting herself go through all of this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like she used for the, sure. She used the force on him and everything. I Like, there's no way, like, binding her hands to a chair. And yeah. <laughs> let's, let's bring this up right away, because I feel like this is important. Uh, what do you think the plane flight back to America must have been like? I mean... Because they, yeah. they would have had to have taken her onto the private plane exactly. and then flown all the way back. I mean, that's got to be hours. Yes. And the, it, I, I don't know this because I obviously don't own a private plane, yeah. um, but the, the people that uh, fly private, do they have to go to TSA? No, right? I... I'm not sure. I mean, why? They I don't, don't... They're I, not I guess fine not. with anybody else, right? I mean, maybe... Uh, let's see here. Private... Flight. We're going to do some research <laughs> here. Private flights. Yeah, because my question PSA. is, you know, how do you get her through this? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Travelers who fly on... on now, this is... Uh, TSA proposes screening for private jet passengers... So they don't do it. Um, yeah, this is a story from... Uh, I'd love to tell you when this story was from ABC News, but they actually don't have the date on here <laughs> from when this story was posted, which is uh, tremendous. I'm going to guess April-ish. 
Um, but I'm not sure. I feel like they don't. I feel like they don't have to go through TSA because it's, you know, it's your private plane. You don't have to, I don't know. Right. Yeah, but I, I had that image in my in my head of, you know, Madame Gal going through TSA mm-hmm. <laughs> with them. <laughs> I guess it didn't happen. With her hands today. bound and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it seems like they don't have to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, at least the, at least based off of my preliminary scans of Google. Um, okay. So, yeah, but that's then, interesting. But, I mean, but it, this still goes to show you that, again, we've seen that Madame Gao is really powerful. Um, and, you know, for her to be on a plane all the way back to the United States um, and just let herself be taken into this dojo and you know, trapped to a chair, it's, it, it's obviously, she's obviously okay with it. Yeah. She's letting it happen. Yeah, she's letting, she's clearly expecting to get something out of this, perhaps? Yeah. I'm not sure. So, uh, we learned this. We learned that Danny does uh, have powers other than the power of punching people. Right. Uh, he has the power to use his chi to cure, uh, at least in this case, uh, the poison, perhaps mm-hmm. even perhaps even other things. Um, but uh, so we learn this as he learns this, which means he was chosen to be the iron fist, but perhaps he left before his training was complete because this is not, as we will see later, this is not the first thing or this won't be the last thing that uh, Bakudo teaches him. Right. I, I thought about that or maybe whoever trained him, trained him in a specific things and didn't want him to like unleash yeah. his whole power. Yeah, yeah, like, you're a fight yeah. machine. We don't we're right. not here to heal people. Right, right. You know, you uh you kill the bad guys and that's it. Mhm. Um so yeah, there's there's that happen uh, that happened. We were given the mystery of the unknown assassin who's looking around. Mhm. Uh we've got uh we were given the surprise that Harold isn't dead. And right. that whatever it is that the hand did to him, he continuously revives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also learned that the more this happens, the crazier he will become. And more violent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, he killed Kyle over ice cream. Now, that, Yeah, that was awful. In Kyle's favor. <laughs> he got some weird-ass ice cream flavors. Did yeah. He, I swear to you, Aurora, he said something about, like, a cornflake yeah, ice yeah. cream? Yeah. Get out of town. Yeah. And That's it's just two cream. people, right? Like, why do you have so many? He got like, he ice got like six flavors or seven. <laughs> That's a lot of ice cream. <laughs> He's like, I got you all this ice cream. I thought you'd be happy. And, yeah. And Kyle's just like, I just like vanilla. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I mean, look, Aurora, if you're a vanilla fan, I apologize for offending Uh-oh. your sensitivities. But <laughs> vanilla, come on. Vanilla? The boringest of all ice cream. I mean, it's vanilla for a reason. It's vanilla. <laughs> but, I mean, it goes with the person, right? Because sure. uh, this whole ice cream thing happened because uh, Harold asked Kyle, what would you do if you knew that you couldn't die? Yeah. And he, his answer was, oh, I will eat ice cream for breakfast. And I was like, that's the most boring thing you can do <laughs> if you could live forever. Oh, my forever. God, you're right. <laughs> now it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense that he likes vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> if that was his answer to that question. <laughs> That's, Kyle is not le- led uh, 
an even remotely exciting life. I'd swear with my parents in the room with me. And then he like <laughs> chuckles sheepishly. <laughs> Can you even imagine? <laughs> I say the S word and my mom and dad are in the room. <laughs> That's what I would do. And they can't get mad at me either. That's what I would do if I couldn't. Die. Oh my gosh. I would go full blown Tomb Raider or Indiana Jones. I would go just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I can't die. I can just do whatever I want. Jump out of buildings, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or it's just like I'm the craziest thing you can think of. I'll become of. a superhero. Why not? <laughs> I am putting on a bathing suit and I am climbing Mount Everest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can't die. What's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> the Sherpa people are going to look at me all weird, but who cares? <laughs> they can't do what I can do. No. <laughs> you quickly become the most <laughs> annoying person on the planet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unkillable Aurora Bubaloo does yet another yeah, crazy stunt. There will be news about me every single week. <laughs> <laughs> It'd get boring after a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She leapt off of a bridge. She didn't die. We all yeah. know. <laughs> no one was surprised. It's, yeah, I, I can see that gone. happening. <laughs> <laughs> People would get tired of it very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so, and, and obviously Harold is playing a long game here with his revenge for uh, Ward. What mm-hmm. a family this is. Like, I uh, feel bad for Joy. Like I don't. You don't? <laughs> like, I don't feel like she's asked for any of this. Um, but, no. But I don't think she realizes just how, like, she knows Ward is in trouble. But she thinks that the extent of Ward being in trouble is he has... Uh, a drug problem, like a like a drug issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. he drinks. He drinks and he has a prescription drug right. issue. Right. She doesn't realize he's killed her father, or that he sees blood everywhere. She doesn't realize that her dad like killed Kyle over some cornflake ice cream. Yeah, and the body's still there. Was it still there? I didn't even notice. Yeah, there, there's like a, I don't know how you call that. It's like a he splatter. has like plants, like like in a. Ki- glass case oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could see his face oh that's right yeah and he kind of like hides it with like a cart <laughs> just cover it up put a curtain there yeah. nobody will notice yeah. that yeah um yeah so there was a lot that happened a lot yeah ward ended up in the uh the psychiatric hospital and of course uh he explained perfectly that this is what his dad does. He puts him in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. So no matter what he says or does, he seems crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is what happens. Yeah. And and what happened. <laughs> in fact, I love, though, uh, for as weirdly indifferent as I am starting to feel about Ward, I gotta say, I will never get tired of him just flipping off cameras. Because <laughs> he notices a camera in there and he's like, because my dad, and then just double birds the camera yes. which i'm sure didn't seem crazy to the psychiatrist at all <laughs> yeah uh, cr- crazy word is the best word <laughs> yeah i'll never i'll never get i'll never get tired of him flipping things off yeah. like i i imagine like him in his padded room and he's just constantly flipping off everything <laughs> yeah. like you know he he thinks that there's cameras in the dust yeah he's just constantly flipping the air off yeah, and it's understandable. I mean, he's he doesn't have an easy time just, you know, with his dad. I can totally see him yeah. losing it like this. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, do you have any other thoughts on the episode? This this episode in particular. Um, I liked. Um, we haven't mentioned Claire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, there's, there's and she she did something um, in this episode that I liked a lot when. Um, oh my god, Danny! Wait, you do you know what about, it is? Are you are you talking about when Claire became Wolverine in this episode? No, that was okay. Too, I forgot. I completely forgot that Claire became freaking Logan in this movie. Yes. Like. The military guys were like coming in through the ceiling, and I don't know where this came from, but she basically put on what is essentially Wolverine claws. <laughs> it was like, holy crap, what's going on? And then she started fighting dudes. And yeah. then when they beat them, she's the only one who I feel like, and it's a total Claire move. She mm-hmm. just goes, woo! <laughs> like when they won. Like everybody else was just like, you know, all right, make sure there's nobody else coming. And she's just like, that was awesome. Yes. Uh, okay, your thing about Claire, though. Um, when uh, Danny uh, cures Colleen, mm. she says, uh, Claire says, sweet Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. I like that. Luke is worn off on her. Yeah. That's yeah. catchphrase. Sweet Christmas, it worked. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, and I also like the dialogue between her and Madame Gao, where Madame Gao is saying... You know, you basically, you, you associate with all these superheroes because you're looking to be like them. Oh, um, yeah, you're so common or whatever. Yeah, mean. and Claire is like, you know, I they're all alive because of me. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know how many of them literally would be dead without her help. Yeah. I think, is Jessica the only one she hasn't, did she treat Jessica? Maybe she's Jessica's the only uh, one she hasn't treated. She I can't Luke remember, Cage. I mean, I can't, re- I, I know that in, in Jessica Jones she was mainly focused on Luke Cage, but I, yeah. I, I mean, Jessica Jones got hurt a couple of times so maybe i I can't remember yeah probably yeah it's been a while since we watched the show but um yeah i mean that's why we love claire so much yes she's the best she is the best uh i have been told though that she will probably not be in the punisher show okay which makes sense i guess like she she doesn't her character doesn't feel like that feels like it's going to be a different feeling show from all the other shows yeah yeah and yeah, it doesn't feel like that would be a place her character would would accidentally wander into. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, what would you give the Mistress of All Agonies before we, uh, we we move on to talk about the the next episode? I will. I'm gonna give it a solid three again. I'm it. It was okay. I just I thought it was just a lot of information at once. Um, so it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like amazing either. Uh, I gave it a three point five. Okay, it was good. Um, yep. There was a lot happening. I do feel like they were making up, like for a couple of episodes where not a whole lot was revealed, mm-hmm. and they revealed a whole lot of stuff all at once. Yep. Um, which do- which didn't stop, by the way. They revealed even more stuff in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> boy, do they reveal some more stuff in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really like the episode, and it's and I feel like it's a, a step up from the last couple that we've had, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. All right, so uh, moving on. The second half of the show, we're talking about uh, episode 10, called Black Tiger Steals Heart. Uh, so Danny wakes up in an academy. Well, actually, he wakes up in a bed next to right. Colleen, but this bed... Uh, is in a room which is in an academy which is run by Bakudo. Mm-hmm. And uh, after teaching Danny how to use his 
Iron Fist abilities to heal, he then teaches Danny how to recharge his chi, uh, something he's also uh, was not taught before. Um, and Danny becomes suspicious and infiltrates a restricted area of the academy where he learns from an imprisoned Gao that Bakudo is a hand leader. Mm-hmm. And this is actually the hand. Yeah. Uh, Danny confronts Colleen, who states that Gao is the leader of an evil faction of the hand. And yes, this is kind of the hand, but we're not all bad. We're not all like that. Mm-hmm. She's an evil part that broke off. Uh, Bakudo offers uh, Harold Meacham a partnership during his visit to him, but later determine uh, later determines to kill him. Uh, Danny learns that the Hand is conducting mass surveillance. He is confronted by Bakudo, whom he overpowers and attempts to escape from before being surrounded by Hand operatives. Then our mysterious assassin from the last episode shows up. He is revealed to be Davos. And comes to the aid of Danny, and Davos is from Kunlun. He's mm-hmm. come to bring Danny back to do his job and protect the city. Uh, Bakudo stabs Danny with an unknown object. The duel fights its way to the gate, which needs to be destroyed by the Iron Fist, which Danny is now unable to summon. The duo continues fighting the hand until Colleen opens the gate, allowing them to escape, while she escapes on her own in another direction. Davos tells Danny that they need to return to Kunlun. Meanwhile, Harold arranges for the death of Rand Enterprises board member Wilkins upon finding out about his prostitution record, staging it as a suicide. And an unwitting Joy, uh, thinking that it is a suicide, uses this to convince the board to reinstate the Meachams and Danny back to Rand Enterprises, and Harold denies his involvement in Wilkins' death to her. Uh, so your thoughts on Black Tiger Steals Heart? I like this episode. Um, Me too. I think... I Probably think the best episode so far. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's the best episode so far. Um, I love all the fighting scenes. Um, mm-hmm. I really like uh, uh, Bakuro's character. Yeah, he's interesting. He's very interesting, and the way that he acts is like... You know, it's that, those types of characters that you listen to and you're like, I don't know if you're good or bad. I don't know how to read you. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so Colleen has known this entire time. Right. She's a part of the hand, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Because it's not like Danny has not mentioned the hand many times to her before. Right. But she must have known that Danny's talking about the rogue faction of the hand. Because Colleen clearly believes with all of her heart that the hand that she belongs to does good for people. Yeah, she even says it's, it's her family. Yeah, and yeah. she says that the stories of Kunlun are ancient, and mm-hmm. they're based from, they're one-sided. They don't tell the whole story. Yeah, I think he, she even tells him that uh, he's brainwashed. Yes, she yeah. tells him that. Um, and which she says, funny, coming from somebody who belongs to a cult. Right. Uh, yeah, so, did you feel like he was? I I felt like he was very aggressive in that scene. 
Oh, I mean, he was. He was but... like all up in her face, and I was like, you know what? You can't. You have to calm down a little bit. Because... Well, I mean, he. I mean, he was. Um, but I mean, it's understandable that he's upset. Yeah, she's she's right. I mean, he is. He is brainwashed in that sense, mm-hmm. uh, in so much as that he was raised from, you know, children are sponges, and you know, it's it's you know, so people have theorized like if you had a kid and you bubble and like you literally put them in a well, not a literal bubble, but you turned your home into a bubble, you shaded yeah. them from the outside world, and then you could teach them theoretically anything, and they would believe it. You know, you could teach them that you know dinosaurs are outside yeah. and you can't go yeah. out there. They yeah. will believe it because they're, you know, they're information sponges. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, so in a way, we everybody indoctrinates their children uh, into a certain point of view. You try to shape them and mold them in the way that you think is best. Um, so in this case, you know, Danny, this is all Danny has pretty much ever known. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is, you know, these people are, you know, the hand are the enemy. All they want to do is kill and destroy and they are yeah. evil and you need to stop them and that's... You know, and then he finds out this woman he has feelings for has been keeping a secret from him, and the yeah. key, the secret she is keeping is I'm in the hand. Mm-hmm. And then you know, but then she tries to explain, but all he knows is the hand is evil, and you were lying to me about it. Yeah, which means you were bad. Yeah. Although she tries to prove herself to him, I think by you know yeah. opening the gate and letting him escape. Yep. Um, and it is interesting because she clearly believes that they're doing good. Bakudo, I mean, so Bakudo, knowing this now in hindsight, he is, you know, he was telling Danny that he doesn't want him to join his thing. He wants a partner. He wants, you know, to help do good. Does he really want to do this? Is this what he is really interested in doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He clearly does not like Madame Gao. And we know that Madame right. Gao is not good. Yeah. And I got a sense of, uh, I, I when he was talking to Harold, I I got a sense of maybe he just wants to take over the hand, like he wants to be the leader. Maybe. And that's his purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, and then you've got, you've got that scene at the end of the fight where, you know, it's like, are we, you know, are we going to kill him? And he says, no, killing Danny Rand is the last thing we want. Mm-hmm. Now, is that because Bakudo is really a good guy, or is it because he's doing the thing that Danny says that everyone is doing to him, which is the only reason they're interested in him is the Iron Fist is because they yeah. want to use him? Yeah, I, I yes. So there's all those questions. Which is it? Which mm-hmm. is he? Is he straddling the tightrope here, or is he clearly on one side or the other, and it just hasn't been revealed yet? You know what is going on, and they, yeah. you know, uh, I like. We, we we didn't get a lot of Davos, the the kid from Kunlun who came to mm-hmm, bring mm-hmm. Danny back. But what I did see of him, I kind of liked. Yeah. Um, he did a bunch of cool fighty moves. Good fighting, yeah, yeah. He comes up to him and he's like, "You're the worst Iron Fist ever," or something. <laughs> I think he said. Yes. Which I'm sure for people, uh, I'm sure it was cathartic for people who did not like the show very much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that somebody says you're the worst Iron Fist ever. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so I uh, I like that. Yeah, um, I al- I also like the line when uh, he's fighting with Colleen. He says something like, "She's saying, you know, that Madame Gao is is like the bad side of the hand," and yeah. he and he says like, "Oh, she's the bad hand, and you guys are the good hand." And I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there are two hands. Everybody's got a like yeah. a left and a right. Maybe there is a bad hand and a good hand. I guess. Yes. Um, <laughs> You know, 
I mean, so he was just he was just devastated, I think, and heartbroken. He wasn't he wasn't thinking it through. If he was thinking it like he knows Madame Gao is bad. Mm-hmm. He knows Madame Gao, you know. Why would why would they capture her? Why would they imprison her mm-hmm. if um you know, if they were on her side? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but he couldn't think like you know, he was thinking irrationally. All he knows is that the hand killed his parents. Yeah. And he loves Colleen, but Colleen is part of the hand. So, like, she's yeah. guilty by association or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was just... He was upset and confused. Um, yeah, the the fight with Bakudo was really interesting. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, he explained... You know, there's a lot of interesting things. Like, he was obviously very obsessed with the, uh, with the Iron Fist Bakudo is. He's got, like, that, that footage... Yeah. From the 40s or whatever it was. Yeah, who who uh, was recording that, though? I don't know. <laughs> uh, whoever that Iron Fist was did not destroy the video evidence. No. And was it me or did that dude have a double Iron Fist? It looked like he had yes, two glowing fists. Yes, both fists were uh, glowing. Yeah. Yeah. wonder if we're going to get that at some point as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another thing he maybe hasn't uh, learned yet. Yeah, and I love that the, that recording, you know, the first thing you see is like, they they made the effort to put the date before you start watching the video. Yes. It's great. Yes. <laughs> um, do you have more do you want to add to uh to this uh to this particular episode? No, I mean I, I wish that we had an episode like this early on. Yeah. Um, not just, you know, while we're finishing the series. Introduce because some I, mystery. Yeah. Some intrigue. Yeah, and, I, and you know, that side I liked a lot, but I also wish that we had more of the fighting we saw in this episode early on as well. There was much better fighting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I agreed. Um, uh, and I like that Bakuru and uh, Danny Rand have the same hair. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, but like different colors, right? <laughs> it's the same haircut. <laughs> Maybe that's on pur- that's got to be on purpose, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like the they're like the mirror images of one another or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you give Black Tiger Steel's heart? Oh, I'll give it a four. Awesome. Yeah, I gave it a four and a quarter. Great I episode. think that's the highest score we've given, right? Mm, I think so. Tied for maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think the show is going to deliver any fives, but. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll see. There's still three more episodes to go, two podcast episodes left. And, uh, you know, we, we will find out yeah. for sure, one way or the other. Uh, things are only going to get crazier because the, the series is winding down. So uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com and check out the archives of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. And you can uh, sort of rewind and catch up with us. Or if you're starting one of the other shows, you can... Uh, follow along with us as we go through them. We've, we've covered all of them thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as best I can tell, we'll continue to do so for the for the time being. Um, so yeah, do that. And uh, check us out on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. And uh, we'll come back next week to talk two more episodes in what will be the penultimate podcasting episode for Season 1 of Iron Fist as we talk... Uh, episode 11 called Lead Horse Back to Stable, and episode 12 called Bar the Big Boss. <laughs> <laughs>